John here. Anthony here. We are live. Episode two. Episode two on our podcast. Um, I think like 68, 67 overall. Wow, that seems hard to believe. But yeah, we're on we're on year four now, huh? Yeah, year four. This is crazy. So Ant, what do we got in store for today? Give us give us a rundown of our our main topics. All right, so we are going to discuss a re- we're going to give you a recap of Super Bowl 54 where well, now I won't say the score. Now I'm not going to say who won. We'll <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. All right, um, all right. We're going to talk about the breaking news and trade-wise in the MLB and in the NBA. And then we're going to give you our predictions for UFC 247 this weekend. John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. It's a packed, a packed agenda here Aunt, on our second show. Very packed agenda, and I'm super excited. So let's start, let's start with the, the big game, right? Yeah, we got to get into that game. That game was very good. Uh, so tell me, tell me what your big takeaways were from the game. You know, honestly, looking back at that game, it just shows you how clutch Patrick Mahomes is. It shows you when it comes in the big moments, when your team, when his team is down, he could bring them right back. Yeah, because you know what? For most of the, most of the game there, he was he was having sort of a subpar game. Right, and then but then when it mattered most, he he was able to step up. Exactly, and with like what was it like seven minutes left? He brought them all the way back to win. Yeah, uh, with seven minutes, they were down ten, right? Yeah, seven they scored minutes. twenty-one in a row. Yeah, it was like they were down by ten. It was twenty to ten, and then they ended up winning, um, thirty to twenty. Thirty-one to twenty. Excuse me. When I, to be honest, when um, when he threw that second interception and they were down ten, it was the fourth quarter. San Francisco was getting the ball back. I thought it was over. Yeah, I thought it was over too. Like I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to get his third ring, and I thought San Fran was going to get their sixth Super Bowl. Yeah, I, it was. It was definitely going that way. Yeah, but huge props to Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Damian Williams, who's not getting the credit he deserves. Yeah, and I was going to ask. I, I, part of me thinks Damian Williams maybe should have been the MVP. I mean, I know without – you can make the case that without Mahomes, they don't come back. And maybe yeah. with a different running back, they could have come back. Um, so I get given it to Mahomes, but I think you're right. I think that Damian Williams was not – was underappreciated in that game. He was excellent. Yeah, he had like – what was it? Like two, three touchdowns? I think it was like two. Two, but he, and he, he ran for 70 or 80 yards. He received for 40 or 50 yards. He was – he was definitely a factor. Huge factor. So I don't know if you saw, but um, that Chiefs player, it was like yesterday where he was trash-talking Jimmy Garoppolo? No, I didn't see. Tell me about it. I can't, I can't remember his name off the back of my head, but he was saying to Garoppolo, you got that he doesn't know how to throw deep down the field um, and that maybe he shouldn't – that he doesn't know if – he should be San Fran's um, quarterback. He said that um, after the Super Bowl, or before the Super Bowl, after. Um. But it's like, but when I look, 
I say, dude, you barely did anything in the Super Bowl. Like Garoppolo, he had one mis- he had two one mistake. That was it. Who was the who was the Chiefs player that was giving Garoppolo a hard time? Uh, I can't remember honestly. I have to go back and rewatch the Super Bowl, but I can't remember off the top of my head. He wasn't one of like the main guys, though. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know uh, it's hard. I mean, I think Garoppolo's good, but he definitely, you know, definitely a couple plays, a couple passes that I feel, I'm sure he would like to have back. Yeah, um, but. But he's good. I I like Garoppolo. He had a very good season, especially coming back after a torn ACL. Yeah. Yeah. One of my issues with him, I think, was it was kind of the way his coach treated him. You know, like he was seeing like he was afraid that Garoppolo was going to make a mistake. Um, I thought at the end of the first half, when San Fran could have called a timeout, got the ball back like a minute and a half and, and tried to do something, and they pretty much just sat on the ball. Um, you know, I thought that said a lot about how Shanahan feels about Garoppolo. Yeah. There were some rumors that Tom Brady may leave the Patriots and that San Fran would trade Garoppolo back to the Patriots. I say, what? That'd be crazy. That wouldn't make any sense to me, actually. I know. I don't even know who would benefit from that, to be honest. Exactly. I mean, I mean, why would you trade Garoppolo back to the Patriots after you got him from the Patriots? Right. But hey, no. you never know. NFL is crazy. The Brady thing is going to be interesting. Where, where do you think? You think he's going to go back? I think I. I do not see Brady leaving the Patriots. No, yeah, I think when it's all said and done, they're going to figure out a way to make this work. I mean, does okay. does Brady really want to go spend the last two years of his career like with the Raiders? I doubt it. You know? Exactly. And Andy Reid finally got his Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I was happy for him. Uh, I know that we picked the 49ers, but I'm not even close to mad because I was so happy Andy Reid won the Super Bowl. Yeah, me too. You and can he just really, tell he was he was like joyous, right? It's just nice to see how happy he was. Yeah, and then it was like he silenced all the the critics. He really mm-hmm. cemented himself as one of the greatest coaches of all time. I agree. I agree, and you know, and you could tell he was just he was happy to kind of get that um, the the monkey off of his back, right? Right. And folks, that does it for the NFL. Where are we going now, UFC? No, nah, not UFC. We're going to save UFC for last. Save best for last? Save that for last. Let's right. talk about NBA first. Let us talk about the trade that just occurred last night. Busy couple days, man. Busy couple days in the NBA. Busy couple days. Clint Compella is no longer a Houston Rocket. He has been traded to the Atlanta Falcons in either a three-team or a four-team deal. Four-teamer, I saw, right? Is that the that's the 12, 12 player four-team deal? Yeah, I think so. That's wild. So Nene, I don't know if you know him. Nene from Houston, he was at uh-huh. Houston as well. Yeah. He also got traded to the Hawks. The Hawks are getting some players put together, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they needed it to help out Trey Young. 
But they're they're a sneaky little team. They could they could do well. Yeah. And then Robert Covington from the Timberwolves, he got traded to the Houston Rockets. How do you think he's going to fit in there? Do you think he'll fit in well his style? I don't know. It's so weird because you know what the problem with Houston is? They're such a weird team because you have Russell Westbrook and James Harden who are two inconsistent players. Right. Like, their playing styles are so weird. Like, you have two games or, like, three games in a row where they perform outstanding, and then the next five in a row, they're not that good. And they both they both sort of command the ball a lot too, right? So it's not like they're yeah. good – they're not great complementary players the way, you know, like a LeBron is or somebody like that. They can really complement other players. Yeah. I mean, since leaving Houston, actually, Chris Paul has been playing much better. Yeah, OKC not looking bad. Are you going to become a fan of them again or what? OKC is a real – they have – I was saying, I think they're the most underrated team coming into this season. So are they, they have, they have are a they play Are they in a playoff spot right now or no? I think they have the sixth seed. Okay. Yeah. Definitely underrated then. Very underrated. Um, so, so what do you think this trade is going to in the power? You think this is going to help Houston? What do you think it's going to do? I think it's going to help Houston power wise. Yeah, I think so. Where are you? Where are you slotting them in, like with the other teams in the West? Um. So, if I'm not mistaken, right now, are they the fourth or fifth seed? They're right there, but where you know where are you seeing them when it's all said and done going into playoffs? Um, when it's all said and done, I'm gonna say Houston will have the fourth seed. I'll say they'll be in fourth place, and like, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually go up against OKC in the first round. That'd be a good series. That would be a really good series. But ultimately, I actually don't see Houston doing all that well in the playoffs. No. I mean, maybe they can get out of the first round, but I think they match up poorly with the Lakers, with the Clippers. Even even the Nuggets seem like in the playoffs, they you know they, they can pull it out against a team like Houston. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really foresee them doing much either. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if I see them going out the first round. Oh, you, so you <laughs> might have them even just being out the first round. Yeah, I mean, think about this. For the past few years, or two years, Chris Paul, when he was on the Rockets, he was, like, the main reason why Houston went deep in the playoffs. And now that he's gone, you know, and now Russell Westbrook is there, you know Westbrook and Harden don't do well in the playoffs. Especially Westbrook. Yeah, Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, keep in mind, after – since KD left, the – um. The Thunder. Russell Westbrook only has two playoff wins. That's it? Yeah, we're not talking about series. We're talking about games. Wow. That's that's a little hard to believe, actually. That's very hard to believe, but it's true. Hmm. I wonder I wonder what, what would be a better fit for him. You know what I mean? Like somewhere that he would complement the other players well. And you know, have a chance to potentially get a championship because you know he's going to go down as a really, really good player that never even really sniffed the championship except for that one year. Exactly. 
All right. MLB time? Let's do it, MLB. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. The Boston Red Sox last night traded away arguably or most likely their two best players in Mookie Betts and David Price to the L.A. Dodgers. Shocker. John, does this make the Los Angeles Dodgers the best team in the National League? I'd have to I'd have to say it does, right? I mean, are they did they lose anybody this offseason that I'm I'm not thinking of? Uh no, I don't think so. So you think that team that they had last year and you had one of the best hitters in baseball, one of the most versatile players in baseball, and then you also had a power pitcher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got. I would have to say that they're going to be the odds-on favorite out of the NL. I would not mind seeing the Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series. It, in my opinion, that's what it should have been in 2017. There wasn't all this cheating going on, right? Exactly. Like, Houston should not have made it. Not after what happened with the cheating scandal. All right. Oh, so let's actually stick on MLB for a second. Um, okay. Who do you think is the most underrated team coming into this season? Um, if I had to pick a team that I think might be underrated, up and coming, I might go with the Braves. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like to say it as a Phillies fan. Um, but I think with Washington getting their championship last year, uh, I don't, I don't love what the Phillies did this off season. I do like the fact they got, um, DD, but I don't, they didn't, they didn't solve their pitching problem. Um, so I, I really think that the Braves could be, could be, you know, a contender. Excuse me. Do you mean sir DD? <laughs> <laughs> I know um, you're, I know you're a big fan of DD. You know, who's the one player I love that Washington got? Starlin Castro. Yeah, good player. He, Very good player. He's one of my favorite players right now. Not Didi? Didi's one of my favorite players. My favorite shortstop. All right, all right, all right. But you know, but I love Starlin Castro too. I would say my the team that I think is very underrated is the LA the Los Angeles Angels. You think? Because they've kind of been an underperformer the last few years. You think they're going to break through this year? I think so. Um, they have a lot of new hitters that can definitely help out um, Mike Trout. And the only reason why they are underperforming is because they don't have the pitching. Now, who did they add this year? Um, can't remember off the top of my head. I have my other phone right here, so I could probably check that real quick. All right. Um, so while you're checking that, yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to see the Angels play a little better because, um, you know, Trout's been the best player in baseball for a number of years, but he's been on teams that just haven't done anything. Um, they did add a hitter, I know. The, oh, Rendon. Didn't they get Rendon? Yes, they did. Yeah. So I think that's certainly going to help them. I like um, – you know – so we talk about how Derek Jeter wasn't unanimous, wasn't unanimously voted. Um, and my dad and I were talking the other day. Mike Trout could be the next one to be unanimous if he continues playing like he is now. 
Yeah, I I mean, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't ascend to that level. I, I do think, though, that, you know, potentially not winning World Series is something that could keep him from from being, like, on a Jeter level. You know, like, Jeter was individually great, but then also he won so many World Series. Um, but, but yeah, I, I would agree. Cool. Um, shall we get to the main event of the evening? The main event. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks. This weekend, we have UFC 247, Jones versus Reyes. People are getting pumped up for this one. Yeah, because we, we have two title fights on this card. Yeah, before we get to the big boys, Jones and Reyes, what other what other fights you got on this card that you're looking forward to? Um, so really, the only other one, or the two that I'm looking forward to, is the Valentina Shevchenko versus Caitlin. Um, sorry, Shuk. Yeah, that's the one that that gives us a little trouble right pronunciation. Yeah, for the flyweight title and then the heavyweight the heavyweight fight. Between Derek Lewis and Ilya Latifi, who's making his heavyweight debut, actually. He just moved up or what? Yeah, this is going to be his first heavyweight fight. Now, Derek Lewis, that's the guy that's the big puncher, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But he, he lacks a little stamina. Yeah, he lacks stamina. But I think this has the potential to be a really good fight, actually. You think their, their styles match up well? Yeah, they're both heavy strikers. Oh, so there's there's gonna be brawling. Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about the big boys. What are you seeing? What are you seeing with Jones and uh, Reyes? Yeah, we gotta do our predictions first. Oh, okay, my bad. bad. (laughs) So Derek Lewis, Ilya Latifi. I got Derek Lewis to win this fight. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Lewis as well. I partially (laughs) because I've heard of him. I've never heard of the other guy, so I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with him. All right. For the women's flyweight title fight, I have Valentina Shevchenko winning this fight. Me too. I, and I, for the for the reason of I, I can't pronounce the other one. So <laughs> I have Shevchenko because she's too much of a dominant champion for her to lose to to, her, to this girl. Way too much dominant. Yeah, she's not going to slip up here. Nah. I mean, you never know. Anything could happen, but I just think Shevchenko wins this fight easily. Is she a heavy favorite? Yeah. In pretty much all of Shevchenko's fights now, she's a heavy favorite. At this point, she's always going to be a favorite. Yeah. All right. All right. The big boys. Time for the main event. Okay. So, it is a light heavyweight title fight between UFC light heavyweight champion John Jones versus challenger and undefeated Dominic Reyes. What do you think? So, if you guys don't know... Dominic Reyes last fought Chris Weidman back in October, where he won via first-round knockout. And John Jones's last fight was at UFC 239 back in July of 2019, where he beat Thiago Santos in a very close split decision. And when I look at this fight, I go, man, this fight, I don't know. This fight could go either way because John Jones, I think, is slowing down. So you think there might be a little bit of a, a crack open here for Reyes? Yeah, he could win this fight. I mean, John Jones, he hasn't looked that great lately. All right. Well, I'm going um, – I think that, that last summer was a wake-up call for Jones. 
So I think he's going to come out and he's going to dominate. I think that he that last summer when he had a bit of a close decision, um, again, was a bit of a wake-up. Uh, John? Yep, I'm here. You hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah. It kind of cut off a bit. What do you so think? So I'm taking I'm taking Jones in a knockout. Knockout? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also have John Jones winning this fight. Um, and I have him winning a decision. Um, I think I think maybe in the first round it'll be competitive, but then I just see John Jones dominating. I see John Jones taking over from there. So you don't think it's going to be a knockout, though? No, I don't see a knockout. I see a decision win for Jones. All right. So, what? Um, how do their styles match up? Well, John Jones is just an all-around better fighter. Um, obviously, he has stand-up. He has ground game. He has the wrestling. And really, excuse me, really, all we've seen is um, Dominic Reyes just like, you know, his punching. We we don't know what his ground game or his wrestling is like. Mm-hmm. All right. So, on a scale from 1 to 10, how excited would you say you are for this fight in particular? Um, Excited, I'll say... I'll say 6 out of 10. Okay. So, a little excited, but not, not really going crazy. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like you. Like, I'm not a big Jones fan, so I'm gonna go like a five out of ten. You know, like it, it doesn't it doesn't really interest me all that much. Yeah, I mean, it's not that it's like, I'm not really a Jones fan. It's just I'm just so tired of him getting away, getting away with all the drama. Yeah, I mean that's fair. And you know, obviously, you know, obviously, you want to see the dominant champions lose at some point, but I don't think this is the fight that it happens. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think anybody beats John Jones at light heavyweight. You, you really? So nobody, you don't think anybody's gonna get him? No, I think, I think the person to beat John Jones, maybe Stipe Miocic. Well, he could definitely throw with him, right, Stipe? Yeah, Stipe could beat John Jones. I think. Um, Adesanya was way too light to move up and fight him. Well, Adesanya just won the middleweight title, so... Hey, he's a big middleweight. He's 6'4". Yeah, so do you think he could put on weight and go challenge him, or that not likely? Well, he wants to do it. He wants to do that, but obviously, you know, he's already said he wants to defend his title a couple of times since he just won it back in October. Right. Um, if you guys don't know, Israel Adesanya is actually going to fight Yoel Romero at UFC 248 next month. Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about that one last week, right? Yeah, but in case they forgot. Yeah, of course. All right. Does that do it for us this week? I think that wraps us up here, Ant. All right. Good show. Good second show. Good we're, second we're, show. We're going to try to produce these about just about weekly, right? Right. We're going to try it. Yeah, so now that we can do our podcast, it makes things a little easier. Ant's got a busy schedule. It's college Ant. College, eh? um, but yeah, we'll be coming coming with these podcasts as often as we can for sure. All right, pal. All right, John. Hope you guys have enjoyed. a good one. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.